Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a wonderful week gone by, for all the new things you have taught us, for all the breakthroughs that we have experienced, the favor that has come out of your love, Lord. For all those times we have fallen short and you have shown your mercy. For all those times you have poured out your grace. You have heeded to our prayer and you have answered it, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for the wisdom and for the patience as well, Lord, for all the times that the prayers have not yet been answered. You give us the perseverance to hold on, but more importantly, you give us the wisdom and understanding to discern what is missing or where we are out of alignment. You show us the way ahead, Lord. And before we begin our prayer, we ask for forgiveness for our sins, our failures, our shortcomings, and we surrender ourselves to you, Lord. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. We enter your gate with thanksgiving in our hearts. And as we praise you, Lord, we enter your courts. We come to you through the blood of Jesus that has cleansed us, sanctified us. So that when we are in your presence, coming because you have called us, not of our own accord. And that is what we shall also reflect on today, that we are chosen. You pour, Lord, your peace, your joy, your everlasting love into our hearts so that we shall not be found lacking in the spirit. You equip us with everything we need. And that same peace that then enables us to pray with joy in our hearts about every situation that bothers us, about every baggage that we have been carrying over from last night, from last week, and through the year, through our lives. We surrender it before you. That same peace that helps us overcome. We share it, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of any prayer request that is made on this prayer group. That are part of this covenant, that umbrella that you put over us. And we share it with all those that are Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. That their hearts be quickened, their eyes be opened to see your truth, your light. That light sets them free. So as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, who is the lifter of men, the great I am, the God of patience, the father of lights, the God who honors faith, the God of Abraham, and the God of mercy, the God of David, the Holy One of Israel. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, our rock, our refuge, our strength, the foundation of our church, the cornerstone, who is also the way, the truth, and the life, through whom is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification, and through whom we are redeemed. The one who is our daily bread that comes down from heaven for us. 
And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the El Shaddai, all-powerful, the spirit of victory, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of light and life who has now made his tabernacle. Emmanuel in the true sense. Tabernacle within our body that we become his temple. So we can commune with him in the spirit because he lives within us. So that we can pray with him. And he makes intercession on our behalf. And he will never leave us just as Jesus promised. He will always be with us even unto the end of time. And so we thank you, Father, for that gift. The gift of your son, your spirit. The gift of the best advocates in both worlds. So thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with the gift of your word, and your gift of revelation and wisdom and understanding that you pour into our hearts. You shape our discernment. You show us your will, your way. So that we are able to make that conscious decision to align. And then Romans 8.28 activates. In every circumstance, you work for our good. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny help us. <coughs> that you have blessed us with everything we need. And that is the topic we shall reflect on today. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5, God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. So he knew us before conception. And his journey with you started back then, even before you started. And then he says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope or an expected end. Which means he has a plan for you. He knows you personally. He has a plan for you. And as part of that plan, he has allocations reserved for you. Look at what Ephesians 1 verse 3 says. It says he has blessed us with every, not some, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Why? Because we are united with Christ. When we are united with Christ, all those spiritual blessings become available. Why does he do that? The answer is in the next verse. Ephesians 1 verse 4. For he chose you in him. In who? That is in Christ. Before the creation of the world. Right at the start. To be holy and blameless in his sight. So he didn't have a change of heart. You are not in his path by mistake. Nor are you a replacement. Him choosing you is intentional and right from the start, even before Adam came. Even before that, you were chosen. Which means you are special. Your being here on earth is not an accident. It is about purpose. It has nothing to do with the intent of your parents. No matter how good or bad they are. They have just been a part, a mechanism, a facilitator of the grand scheme of things in God's plan for you. 
for he chose you even before they were born. Look at Ephesians 1 verse 4 again. He chose you in Christ before the creation of the world. So don't shame them, just honor them. Don't blame them. But thank them for bringing you in the path of your destiny. They played their part. Now Psalm 68 verse 19 says, He daily loads you with benefits. Daily. We know that in Numbers, also in the book of Numbers it says, He renews His mercy for us every morning. So He renews His mercy every day and He daily loads you with benefits. So whatever you were born to do, all the resources required for it are already available to you. Every spiritual gift, every benefit that you need on a daily basis, already made available to you. However, they do not start moving towards you. That is the resources that he has made available are not mobilized until you start activating your purpose in life. Do you see why finding a purpose? We just covered that topic a couple of days ago in the five questions to ask. If you have not seen that, I'd recommend listening to that reflection that we did two days ago. The five questions to ask about your life. That's where finding your purpose becomes important. We could be in the wrong spiritual career and so not receive what we expect to receive even though we show our faith. This is many times why even though we didn't do anything wrong, we question, Lord, where did I sin? Why are you not answering my prayer? This might even be the reason that you are asking amiss, not in alignment with his word, not in alignment with his will, his purpose for you. And now look at Ephesians 1 verse 5. It says, he predestined you for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, in accordance with his will, he predestined, means the destination is fixed in the beginning. It is not left to chance. Sonship means a place in his house, a relationship of love and an inheritance, predestined, all of that for you which means your journey was already mapped to your destination at the start of creation long before your very existence in the womb of your mother. That is his will. That's what this verse says. So now in your prayer, when you ask according to that will, Lord, whatever journey you have decided for me, whatever you want for me to fulfill in this life, what is your purpose for me? When we ask in accordance with that will, after we have figured out what it is, then 1 John 5 verse 14 says, He hears us. And when He hears us, then coming back to this chapter 1, chapter 1 of Ephesians, moving to the next verse, verse 6, it says, His glorious grace He freely gives us. 
When you ask according to his will, his glorious grace, he freely gives us. You are special to him. That is what this is about. Never let anybody else tell you anything that is different from it. This is what his word says and his word is his will. You are special to him. So let's look quickly look at a few takeaways from these verses. What is he trying to say here? Number one, stop regretting your past. Start working on your destiny, your future, your purpose. Many of us keep looking back on the failures of our parents just because they were poor or because they made certain choices, just because someone else did something, just because you were marginalized, just because you were badly treated as a young person. We keep looking back, crying about the past, and the Lord says, your future still can be made. Your destiny has not changed. Stop looking at that past and staying in the past, but keep moving on so that you can move closer to that destiny. If you don't move, you can't get any closer. The bad that has happened to you in the past will keep staying there. You keep living in it and reliving it again and again through your thoughts and your memories. When he is willing to cast your sins behind his back, he wants you to cast that past behind your back as well and move further, move on. Number two, you are not starting something new now. You are simply fully fulfilling something that was already finished even before you started. Look at Ephesians 1 verse 4 again. And then in verse 5, he said, predestined. Number three, do not be discouraged by the detours. When you know your destination, the evil one will keep seeking to steal from you. But God says that does not change your destination. If you keep your eyes on it, keep focused on it and keep going, you will reach it. Now, why does he want us to stay focused? I'll tell you now. That's our fourth takeaway. Look at Ephesians, look at what Ephesians 1 verse 11 says. It says, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan that we have seen earlier so far as well. Now let's look at what it says ahead. Having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. He works out everything so that it will align with his purpose, with his will. His plan. He plans. Make sure that that plan is followed through and the purpose is fulfilled. So stick to his plan, ask for direction and he will reveal to you the plan. Now you see why Proverbs 3 verse 6 is so valuable. It says, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he will direct your path. How will he do that? By revealing this very plan that he speaks of in Ephesians 1.11. 
his plan that is perfect. He reveals that plan to you and maps out those steps. So when he directs your step in line with those steps that he has already worked out, that already conforms to his will, then you are automatically on the right course. No matter your mistakes, he will reroute your journey to realign. No matter the failures, no matter the times we have sinned, he reroutes your journey to realign. And then that detour becomes your testimony. Where we talk about the challenges we have overcome to reach where we are and walk in that grace, in that favor. That detour becomes your testimony. And he wants that testimony. For one, is because you are able to value and cherish the success that you have achieved through it. And number two, you are able to use that story to motivate others and bless them as well. That's the thoughts he thinks towards you. Thoughts to give you an expected end. Why? Because you are special. Because you were chosen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and I thank you that you chose us even before we were born, right from the start of creation. You have a plan for us. We ask for that grace of discernment to understand, to know your plans for us. Then the grace of obedience to align with it. Knowing and believing that it is your perfect plan for us. That you show the way. So that when we walk in that plan, we are able to walk like Adam did with you in the shade of the trees. We are able to walk with you under every grace that you pour in our lives. We are able to walk in the abundance that you have planned for us through those thoughts that you think towards us. And we are able to step into that position of dominion over earth that you predestined for us that says that that the Bible says in Genesis 1 verse 28. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. Reveal to us our purpose this day. Show us what is your will for this life. What will you have us fulfill in your kingdom? And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our personal needs, for every request that has been mentioned in the prayer group. We pray in a special way for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are in hospital that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray also for all those families that are embattled, that are facing division or separation. That the enemy seeks to steal from them. We welcome you into those homes, Lord, on their behalf. We take charge over them in the spirit. We invite you. We open the door to you to enter. For when the most high enters in, the most low has to leave. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Those that are battling financial challenges, joblessness, that are seeking new opportunities. 
those that are battling all kinds of mental disorders. We pray, Lord, in a special way for our friends and our family, especially all those that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name. They might not end up in shame, but be delivered. We raise our own personal intentions as well, Lord, this day. And the intentions of those that we are praying for in our personal prayer, our friends, our community. We plead the blood of Jesus over each of these, Lord. We stand in that gap. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with that holy will that you have set aside for us, for each of these. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each one and to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. And command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, and we ask in accordance with your will, that prayer comes under an open heaven and reaches you. And you pour out your grace, your revelation, your wisdom that brings answered prayer. In accordance with your will, Lord, and your word in Matthew 18, 19, we now make this prayer, every intention that we have raised and are raising now at this platform. We make this our prayer of agreement with each other and with your Holy Spirit who intercedes for us and on our behalf. I encourage all those who can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shall <laughs> 
The scripture being given today is 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, that you may declare the wonderful deeds of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. Once you were no people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about this Friday's Bible study session. This will be a continuation of last Friday's topic on, that's the second part on principles of spiritual protection, where we will learn that every Christian has to be under appropriate spiritual authority, a very powerful concept for us to understand. We will also learn the three uncompromising demands of God that apply to all Christians. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube on our Telegram group this morning. Please share that with your friends and family and invite them. Invite as many as you can so that at least one person will come this Friday and be blessed by you and their life be transformed. And that is the joy really that we take out of these sessions where people come hungry, they receive of God and are transformed. All that this prayer group does is only facilitating that connection. Be that giver, that connector, that divine helper. Thank you, Jesus. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out 
and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you.